and I'm off to catch them. Make yourselves at home. You'll be perfectly safe here in town until I get back late tonight. The note was signed, Your Uncle, Sheriff Spurs. Let's hide in the closet until our uncle, or I mean the sheriff, gets back, Homer said. Those bad red guys aren't south of town someplace. They're sleeping on the porch across the street. Hide? No possible way, replied Dorothy. Since every grown-up in town has gone on a wild goose chase, this is our chance for action. Picking up a star from the sheriff's desk and pinning it over her heart, she added, I'm making myself temporary sheriff. From now on, Homer, call me Sheriff Daisy. Okay, Dora, I mean Daisy, but only if you do two things for me. First, make me your chief deputy, and second, stop calling me Homer. From now on, I only answer to the name Bud. Okay then, Deputy Bud, here's your first assignment. I want you to scurry around town, out of sight of the outlaws, and find as many kids as you can. If we're going to stop these bad red dudes, we need kid power. Bud slipped out the back door of the sheriff's office and found himself in an alley that also ran behind the general store and the white lace ladies' emporium. He scooted up the stairs that led to the apartments above and knocked lightly on the first door. No one answered for the longest time. Then, slowly, a small round face with a light dusting of freckles, green eyes, and a turned-up nose under a huge mop of curly brown hair peeked out from behind a red-checked curtain. When she saw her visitor was only a skinny kid wearing a sailor suit, she flung open the door and blurted, I'm Emmy Lou. I'm almost, almost six. I never saw you before. After Bud explained that he and his sister were new in town, but were trying to round up a bunch of kids to stop the outlaws, Emmy Lou pointed to the other three doors. But when Bud knocked, no one came. That's when Emmy Lou dropped to her knees, scrunched down small, and loudly whispered, Prairie Dog Soup, under each of the doors. Almost immediately, seven kids popped out. Most were between the ages of seven and eleven, except for Emmy Lou, of course, who was only almost, almost six. Bud led the kids back down to the sheriff's office, where he saw that Daisy had made herself over into a Coyote Gulch girl. Not only had she tucked her pink dress into a pair of sheriff's spurs over big pants held up by red suspenders, but best of all, she'd found a pair of cowboy boots that almost fit. Before anyone had time to say howdy, Daisy snapped, If you want to help save the town's gold from the bad red gang, raise your right hand and repeat after me. I swear to fight all dirty red-headed bandits like a hungry mountain lion and to obey temporary Sheriff Daisy no matter what. And if I don't, I'll eat three dead buzzards with no gravy. At first, a couple of kids seemed about to protest that Daisy was being too bossy, especially for a new kid. But since it was an emergency, everyone eventually repeated the oath, although little Emmy Lou said, dead buzzards. Next, Daisy handed out fistfuls of the hotshot firecrackers she had found in a box marked Fourth of July. Then, with everyone on tiptoe, Daisy led the way across the street. There, ever so carefully, the kids got down on all fours and crept onto the porch where Rufus and the bad red outlaws were still snoozing. As gently as if they were stroking a dove's tummy, the kids fitted the firecrackers into the little spaces where the bottom of each bandit's cowboy boot met its soul. Then, on Daisy's signal, 
they lit the firecrackers and quickly scurried off the porch and around the corner of the hotel. Almost at the same moment, the firecrackers began to pop. You never saw four sleepy outlaws jump so fast. Why, before you could say mountain lion pie twice, they were off the porch and hopping up and down Main Street like kangaroos, trying to jump across a field of red-hot razor blades. And things didn't calm down until Tiny Red jumped into the muddy water of a horse's drinking trough, followed by Rufus, Blackie, and Chili. That's when temporary Sheriff Daisy, who had added a black cowboy hat with a snakeskin band to her outfit, walked into the middle of the dusty street and stopped facing the outlaws. Putting on her best law girl squint, Daisy stared Rufus in the eyes and said, This is your first, your last, and your only chance to get on your horse and lead your men out of town before...